0: The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. Four Chinese villages have been named as the best tourism villages by the United Nations World Tourism Organization. The villages are Huangling village in Jiangxi province, Shajiang village in Zhejiang province, as well as Zha Gana village in Gansu province and Jiujiawan village in Shanxi province. It is an accolade which recognizes villages that are leading the way in nurturing rural areas and preserving local landscapes, cultural diversity, and culinary traditions. The decision was announced at the 25th session of the Agency's General Assembly in Samarkand in Uzbekistan. So far, a total of eight villages, from China, are named in the list, ranking first globally. The selection of the best tourism villages was launched in 2021. This year, Sixty-three countries submitted 258 applications, resulting in the inclusion of 54 villages from 32 countries. This is Special English. Chinese sci-fi writers and artists have enjoyed rewarding results at this year's Hugo Awards. Hai Ya took away the Best Novelette Award for the Space Time Painter, while the well known computer graphics artist Zhao Enzhe won the Best Professional Artist Award. Noting that he is very grateful to be recognized by the Hugo Awards, Hai Ya believes that science fiction is an inspiring literary form and hopes that his works can inspire more people to think about technology, time and art. Zhao Enzhe has been engaged in the gaming industry for over 20 years, and has developed a strong interest in sci-fi-themed creation. He is a longtime cover artist for Science Fiction World magazine, which has a bigger circulation than any other sci-fi publication in the world. Zhao said that he will work harder to promote the progress of science fiction art in China. The results were announced at a formal ceremony at the 81st World Science Fiction Convention that ran from October the 18th to 22nd in Chengdu the capital of southwest China's Sichuan province. In addition to the two winners, many other categories at this year's Hugo Awards also featured Chinese authors and artists. Four works by Chinese writers were shortlisted in the Best Short Stories category, while Chinese Science Fiction and Oral History Volume 1 was shortlisted for the best related work. The Hugo Awards, first presented in 1953, are science fiction's prestigious awards and voted on by members of the World Science Fiction Convention. This year, a total of 1,847 valid nominating ballots were received and counted from members of the 2022 and 2023 World Science Fiction Conventions. The World Science Fiction Convention has taken place annually since 1939, and this year is the first time for the world's largest and longest-running sci-fi gathering to come to China. You're listening to Special English. A seemingly unremarkable young man in China has become a social media star for posting unfiltered videos of his daily life, which run counter to other overly filtered depictions of life online. Yu Wenliang Liang from East Shandong province, mostly shares unfiltered and largely unedited videos of himself doing mundane activities, such as relaxing at the beach and fooling around with friends. The low production value has not stopped you from garnering 3.48 million followers on Douyin, China's TikTok. After joining the platform in late August, several hashtags about you have trended on microblogging platform Weibo, with the most popular one racking up more than 30 million views. His most popular video has almost 278,000 comments and 4.24 million likes. Many viewers praise Yu for presenting an authentic lifestyle and say that he is easing anxieties about living an ordinary life. A highly upvoted comment reads that in Yu's video there's a feeling of light in the midst of melancholy and vigorous vitality in the vicissitudes of life. Yu said that he wants people to find the strength to live their everyday lives after watching his videos, and to see his videos as diaries of madness. Inspired by what fans are calling the Yu Wen Liang spirit, netizens have been sharing unfiltered photos of themselves and stories of combating adversities in their lives on his channel, which has become a tree hollow, or shudong, an online space where people get things off their chest. The hashtag, photos you like but don't dare to share on WeChat Moments, has been viewed more than 84 million times on Weibo. Yu's success has not come without controversy, as some have questioned whether he actually has a professional production team supporting him due to his rapid ascent to fame. Yu has denied this and claims that all his videos are produced by him alone. Most social media influencers tend to be supported by multi-channel network agencies which specialise in operating social media accounts and monetizing social influence. Consistent with his persona on camera, Yu has dismissed the criticisms as well as the praise he has received online. Yu said that going viral is about luck, but he doesn't consider himself qualified to represent ordinary people. This is Special English. Chinese archaeologists have found two shipwrecks deep in the South China Sea, which serve as a witness to commercial and cultural exchanges along the ancient Maritime Silk Road. That's according to the National Cultural Heritage Administration. The latest underwater archaeological explorations were carried out in September and October. Along with the shipwrecks, pottery, porcelain and ironware have been found, and nearly 600 artefacts have been recovered so far, most of which were produced at kilns in Jingdezhen, in East China's Jiangxi province. According to Song Zhong, a researcher at the National Center for Archaeology, the locations of the shipwrecks and the cultural relics were confirmed as a result of oceanographic detection and underwater investigations using manned submersibles that dived 41 times this year. Song added that techniques such as 3D photography and laser scanning had been used during the investigations. The number one shipwreck from the reign of Emperor Zhang De of the Ming dynasty about 500 years ago is about 37 metres long and 11 metres wide. So far, 543 artefacts have been recovered from the shipwreck. The number 2 shipwreck dates from the reign of Emperor Hongzhi, also some 500 years ago. It measures about 21 metres long and 8 metres wide. A total of 36 artefacts, including processed logs, porcelain and pottery, have been discovered on it. Song said that discoveries from the two shipwrecks reflect the prosperity of maritime trade in the middle of the Ming Dynasty, which can help to explore the two way flows of ships on the ancient maritime Silk Road and maritime civilization in China. Jiang Bo a professor at Shandong University's School of History and Culture, said these discoveries are world-class and show that China's underwater archaeology has reached the deep sea. Archaeological researchers are now summarizing their experience and establishing standards in terms of technical regulations, methods, requirements and working procedures For deep sea archaeology. The next underwater archaeological survey of the two shipwrecks will be conducted in March and April next year. You're listening to Special English. The C 929 aircraft has entered the preliminary design stage with its carbon emissions expected to be slashed by 60%. That is according to Wu Guanghui, chief scientist at Commercial Aircraft Corporation of China, better known as COMAC. Compared with older, similar models, the C-919's carbon emissions have been reduced by 12 to 15%, while the goal for the C-929 is set at 60%. Data from the International Energy Agency shows that last year the aviation sector accounted for 2% of global carbon emissions. And based on a United Nations report, the figure is expected to reach 25% by 2050. At present, Europe and the United States have released their green aviation plans. In October, China also issued a guideline formulating the country's development plan for a green aviation manufacturing system between 2023 and 2035. According to Wu, reducing the weight of aircraft is an important way to reduce fuel consumption and carbon emissions. Wu noted that the weight of the ARJ21-700 has been reduced by over 600 kilograms. Based on a green design concept, a raft of measures has been adopted to reduce fuel, noise and carbon emissions of the C929. Promoting sustainable aviation fuel which is made from feedstock ranging from used fat, oil and grease to municipal and forestry waste, is the most effective method to reduce carbon emissions for the aviation sector. Regarding the exploration scope of sustainable fuels, Wu said besides biofuel, other renewable fuels such as methanol, and ammonia-hydrogen should be paid more attention, exploring more possibilities for carbon emission reduction in the aviation sector. This is Special English. Inspired by marine worms, Chinese scientists have developed a new low-carbon building material offering potential for energy-saving energy saving and emission reduction in the building sector. The researchers from the Technical Institute of Physics and Chemistry under the Chinese Academy of Sciences have published their creation in the journal Matter. Wang Tao, the corresponding author of the study, said that traditional cement-based building materials consume a lot of energy in the production process and at the same time generate carbon emissions. So the development of new low-carbon building materials is of great significance. The researchers observed that a particular type of marine worm called the sandcastle worm has a unique approach to nest building. They can bind sand grains or shell pieces together by using an intrinsic secreted adhesive, creating homes called colonial sand castles. The researchers developed a new building material, making use of a nature-based adhesive inspired by that produced by the worms. The new material can be produced at low temperatures and atmospheric pressures. According to the study, the building material is applicable to various grains, such as desert sand, sea sand, concrete slag, as well as coal cinders and mineral residues. It also possesses unique recyclability, anti-weathering properties and scalability. Wang said these outstanding, comprehensive performances allow the new material to be a promising building material in the next generation low-carbon constructions. You're listening to Special English. A big data platform for the management of ancient, and famous trees across China, has been launched in northwest China's Shanxi province. The platform aims to facilitate the smart management of the country's ancient and famous trees, and includes data from the Second National Survey of these trees, which was made public in 2022. It was launched by the National Forestry and Grassland Administration at a ceremony that kicked off a week-long campaign to raise public awareness of the need to protect ancient trees. Famous trees are defined as trees that have historical or cultural value. The 2022 survey recorded over five million ancient or famous trees across the country, including five trees, all located in Shanxi province, that are over 5,000 years old. This is Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. A seemingly unremarkable young man in China has become a social media star for posting unfiltered videos of his daily life, which run counter to other overly filtered depictions of life online. Yu Wenliang from East Shandong province mostly shares unfiltered and largely unedited videos of himself doing mundane activities, such as relaxing at the beach and fooling around with friends. The low production value has not stopped you from garnering 3.48 million followers on Douyin, China's TikTok, after joining the platform in late August. Several hashtags about you have trended on microblogging platform Weibo, with the most popular one racking up more than 30 million views. His most popular video has almost 278,000 comments and 4.24 million likes. Many viewers praise you for presenting an authentic lifestyle and say that he is easing anxieties about living an ordinary life. A highly upvoted comment reads that in Hugh's videos there's a feeling of light in the midst of melancholy and vigorous vitality in the vicissitudes of life. You said that he wants people to find the strength to live their everyday lives after watching his videos and to see his videos as diaries of madness. Inspired by what fans are calling the Yu Wenliang spirit, netizens have been sharing unfiltered photos of themselves and stories of combating adversities in their lives on his channel, which has become a Tree Hollow or Shudong, an online space where people get things off their chest. The hashtag, photos you like but don't dare to show on WeChat Moments, has been viewed more than 84 million times on Weibo. Yu's success has not come without controversy, as some have questioned whether he actually has a professional production team supporting him, due to his rapid ascent to fame. Yu has denied this and claims that all his videos are produced by him alone. Most social media influencers tend to be supported by multi-channel network agencies, which specialize in operating social media accounts and monetizing social influence. Consistent with his persona on camera, Yu has dismissed the criticisms as well as the praise he has received online. Yu said that going viral is about luck, but he doesn't consider himself qualified to represent ordinary people. You're listening to Special English. Chinese archaeologists have found two shipwrecks deep in the South China Sea which serve as a witness to commercial and cultural exchanges along the ancient Maritime Silk Road. That's according to the National Cultural Heritage Administration. The latest underwater archaeological explorations were carried out in September and October. Along with the shipwrecks, pottery, porcelain and ironware have been found and nearly 600 artefacts have been recovered so far, most of which were produced at kilns in Jingdezhen in East China's Jiangxi province. According to Song Jianzhong, a researcher at the National Centre for Archaeology, the locations of the shipwrecks and the cultural relics were confirmed as a result of oceanographic detection and underwater investigations using manned submersibles that dived 41 times this year. Song added that techniques such as 3D photography and laser scanning had been used during the investigations. The number one shipwreck from the reign of Emperor Zheng De of the Ming Dynasty about 500 years ago is about 37 metres long and 11 metres wide. So far, 543 artefacts have been recovered from the shipwreck. The number two shipwreck dates from the reign of Emperor Hong Hongzhi, also some 500 years ago. It measures about 21 metres long and 8 metres wide. A total of 36 artefacts, including processed logs, porcelain and pottery, have been discovered on it. Song said that discoveries from the two shipwrecks reflect the prosperity of maritime trade in the middle of the Ming Dynasty, which can help to explore the two-way flows of ships on the ancient maritime Silk Road and maritime civilization in China. Jiang Bo, a professor at Shandong University's School of History and Culture, said these discoveries are world-class and show that China's underwater archaeology has reached the deep sea. Archaeological researchers are now summarizing their experience and establishing standards in terms of technical regulations, methods, requirements and working procedures for deep sea archaeology. The next underwater archaeological survey of the two shipwrecks will be conducted in March and April next year. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.